Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, this is Zivi Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. And speaking of books, I have two of my own books coming out this spring and summer. Princess Charming is a picture book, which debuts on April 19th, and Bookends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature, comes out on July 1st, and it is truly a labor of love. I hope you'll pre-order, order, and join me on tour as I go across the country. You can find out more at zibbyowens.com or bookendsmemoir.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at zibbyowens because I always post about everything. Enjoy the show. Catherine Belknap and Natalie Telfer are co-authors of Cat and Nat's Mom Secrets, coffee-fueled confessions from the mom trenches. With seven kids between them, Cat and Nat know just how lonely and isolating motherhood can be. So they set out on a mission to bring women and moms together by hosting dinner parties and events with wine and without babies. The events garnered huge success in Toronto and were talked about all over, leading Cat and Nat to take things to the next level and break into the online world to reach more people and connect women and moms everywhere. Cat and Nat's rapidly exploding community of like-minded moms tune in every day to watch them rewrite the paradigm of the perfect mom. With honesty and humor, Cat and Matt dismantle the unrealistic portrayals of motherhood that are often presented throughout social and traditional media. Through their virally famous hashtag MomTruths videos, which have garnered hundreds of millions of views, their Facebook Live show and Instagram stories, their best-selling book and iHeartRadio award-nominated podcast, Cat and Nat share everything moms think but are too afraid to talk about. Over the past few years, Kat and Nat have taken their hashtag MomTruths on the road, performing over 100 live shows across North America. 
Cat and Nat is a trusted brand created by these two very candid moms turned brand ambassadors, YouTube sensations, TV personalities, social media leaders, chart-topping podcasters, and best-selling authors. With the purpose of supporting, uniting, and celebrating women who come from all walks of life, Cat and Nat shine a witty light on some of the hardest topics in motherhood by delivering raw, real, uncensored content to an amazing community of women and moms from all around the world. And they were nice enough, by the way, to have me on their podcast, hashtag MomTruth, so you can go and listen to me as a guest on their show if you want. (laughs) Welcome, Cat and Nat. Welcome to Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. I'm so excited, Kat and Nat, to talk about Kat and Nat's Mom Secrets, Coffee-Fueled Confessions from the Mom Trenches. Aw, thank you. You did that beautifully. (laughs) It was perfect. (laughs) My two attempts just to say one-syllable words, Kat and Nat, you know, it's hard sometimes. We know, we know. We're hidden in a room with seven kids roaming around, so wish us luck. Oh my gosh. My kids are at school, but <laughs> yeah, we're, we're away. We're away in Florida right now. And we have texted the husbands to let them know that we're busy, but you know how that can go. Know how that can go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tell, I read your last book as well. This book is equally hilarious. I was laughing out loud per usual and even read the section about whose, whose child was it who came into the bathroom and you were like, in what world do we have to live in that it's not okay to film while we're on the toilet and you know, I know. fictitious YouTube channel. I have my kids do that all the time. They're like, like, and subscribe. And I'm like, nobody's watching. No one <laughs> is watching this. I know. And they're like four and I like know. three. And they're, it's like, you're like, am I a bad parent in this? Or like, is this the new norm that no one's talking about that our kids are all YouTubers walking around because they used to play like Cinderella and like fictitious like Disney characters and now they're all YouTubers. I'm like, are we good as a society right now? Like, are we all a-okay? Well, you know, Kat and I were coming from, we had to go to LA and New York to work. And so the dads flew with the seven kids here and all the kids let us know that we call baby Coco because she's the youngest of them all. Our two are called the babies. Like the babies need a towel. The babies need a snack. <laughs> they're seven and six. Yeah. But anyways, apparently Coco was taking her iPad and vlogging the whole like journey in the airport. We should probably watch that. I have it on my phone now because we're synced. So now I have a <laughs> vlog of her uh, her whole life coming down. <laughs> I know that's the other thing too is <laughs> like one of my kids like, well, do you watch my vlog? Because I have her like share, made like an album on Apple, you know, where you share, like yeah. the, you know, subscribe to just the album. And I'm like, when am I, when is the time in my day going to come for me to watch the 17 hours of you doing skincare? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not like, that I don't adore her. I love her. Edit but, it, you know. And then I'll watch it. Make it down to a minute because your life now consumes a 15, like, you know, 15 one second clips yeah. is what we all, that's all we watch and now. 50% of your video is up your nose or the ceiling. So let's get it together. If we're yeah. going to do this, let's do this right. Oh my gosh. So funny. So of course, what makes you guys so funny is that you are just, well, A, really funny, but B, just so relatable, right? The things you're talking about are things we're all kind of going through and maybe not taking the time to write about and certainly not writing about it in as funny a way as you two do when you just like cut to the chase and you were like, our kids have access to all the information known to man and yet they choose to go on TikTok. You know, like it's so funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Every time you mention the book, it's like, 
Because those stories were ignited by, in the book Mom Secrets, they were ignited by anonymous confessions from our audience. But then we build on the chapter to say how, you know, how we can relate our, our personal stories about it. And honestly, when we were writing the book, you don't, you don't write the book thinking that it's going to be there for the public to read. You just write it kind of for yourself. And you just like the two of us, just, we tell our stories and we don't stop and think, wait, should, who's going to be reading this? What should, should I have said that? And then all of a sudden, everybody, you right. know, you get the edited, the, the, you get the book and the editors go through it and you read it. You're like, we're like, this is really going out to the, is it too late? Did we, did we say too much? We just, we just don't know how to, we don't know how to just tell it exactly how it comes to our minds. We're missing that filter. But that's great. That, I mean, that makes the consumption of it even easier, right? We don't have to, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like True. drinking coffee without one of those lids. It's just like, you know, whoosh, just comes oh, right out. There's nothing cryptic about our stories. It's pretty blatantly obvious what we're yeah. saying. I liked the question that came in that you based a chapter on about should your husband be your best friend, basically? And you're like, uh, I'm out here at this nice dinner with you. And like, I actually washed the bra that I happen to be wearing. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear that you think I'm your best friend. Like, why do we have to be best friends? Honestly. And like, that's one of the chapters that I'm like, because- it speaks to Nat a lot. It speaks to me a lot because I really do think that, I do think I am his best friend, kind of. And he's not mine. And I don't know if I've ever told him that before. So <laughs> yes, you have. But not really. Like, I mean, I have, but I oh, got it. I've always kind of say it in a joking way. Like, yeah, I okay. sit him down and let him know. Okay, got it. You know what I mean? Like, so this I've is going to be new to him. And if I have said it, it's like, you know, maybe I've had a cocktail or two, you know, but when you put it in a book, it's like, I was dead sober when I wrote those words and told that story. He's going to have to get over it. There's no surprise who my best friend is. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, get your own best friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I know, I mean, it's funny how you say it, but I, I do feel that it's a lot harder for men to just be as open. I don't mean to generalize. Obviously there are men who have very close relationships with guy friends, but for them to trust as much, I feel like I tell personal stuff to so many girlfriends, yes. right? you know, in a way that men don't tend to do. They don't, I, I don't know if it's trust or just the way they're wired or whatever, but yeah, I don't think it's they so put right. as much weight into their like, thoughts. <laughs> yeah, as women do. And I think that they move through things, not all of them, some of them, you know, a little faster than we like to process in a different way than they do. They like, I, it's interesting. I, I don't know if they have the same interest in the topics that we talk about, to be honest with you. Like, I don't think it's there that that's why they relate on actionable items versus, you know, these in-depth conversations that they're kind of bored of like, oh, it's really hard. They're like, then fix it. And you're like, God, it's not what I want to do. When we like to talk about our inner feelings. The, our husbands literally will stare at each other like, what are they t- even talking about? Like, they're not even making any yeah. sense at all. But to us, we're making perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say sometimes with my daughter, with one of my daughters, I have four kids, but you know, with one of my daughters, it distresses me so much when she's really upset about something that I do try to like fix it in a way I wouldn't do with a girlfriend. Right? A girlfriend, I have yeah. all the time in the world. I'll sit there and like hear her out and commiserate or give calm advice. But if it's my daughter sometimes, which I, I shouldn't do, but I'm like, okay, well, here's what you can do. Like, 
you know, why do I, I don't know. Do you do that? Well, we don't, we don't want to watch our, we don't want to watch our children have to go through pain when we know the answer so, so easily how to fix it. Or often they'll give you like, they'll find every problem and then you're like, you could do this. Well, they just, they just want to, okay, I'll just listen, but you're ignoring me. No, if I give you advice, you don't want it. But if I, I just, I hear you. I don't know what to say to you. I hear you. Oh man. Story of our lives. Wow. So what has it been like this tour that you went on, right? And you write so funny about the tour itself and finding male strippers and, you know, uh, <laughs> the unglamorous parts of, of touring and making uh, everything, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, how much of that went on before did the pandemic disrupted it? Like, are you going to go back on tour? Like, what's the... Uh-huh. What's the latest? Well, first of all, during the pandemic, we realized that we couldn't connect and go on tour. We actually started these virtual late night lives even before that for women who were not able to come to the event. And we were full on in tour when uh, the pandemic hit. Like when the pandemic hit, we were like in New York and we were supposed to go out. And I mean, we just did LA that was two years delayed from the pandemic. So we were in the midst of it all. And it was like, And there was like a short window where things were open in September and November. uh, September. (laughs) We went out in the fall before before it got bad again. And we really (sighs) were really locked in like, I don't know, like 10, 20, 30 shows in the fall. So, and we are now just having, you know, conversations about, well, we're about to release a whole bunch of new dates, but it was really hard. And that's why our virtual like evenings were the closest thing we could do to be able to like, we still had our strippers come on virtually. We still had special guests and all of that because we knew that we needed it, but it really, I mean, the whole thing, the whole entertainment industry has like sadly taken a massive hit just when they thought they were getting back, you know, like round two has come around and we feel so hard for a lot of the, the the workers in the theaters who it's their livelihood and they've really been disrupted for a lot of years. And it's been like, I mean, in the fall, we were a lot of first people shows to go back and after two years and that, that, that hadn't even this, whatever this thing is, hasn't even come back, hadn't even started again in December. It hit again. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so... Like this and is so hard. find good consistent dancers that have survived through the pandemic. Not an easy feat. Yeah. They've retired and moved on. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, it was pretty intense. It's been a pretty intense ride to just when you think you're getting your feet back, it's like, and next. And you're like, ah, you know, cause everyone, it's a, it's a lot of work to book shows and then to have them move or canceled or, you know, people nervous to go. It's, it's been a, it's been a very interesting time. And so when did this book come to be? Was this a part of it? Was this partially a reaction to that? Like, okay, well, let's do the book. So we actually, before the pandemic, it was, it was kind of, yeah, started before the pandemic. And then during the pandemic, I feel like the world actually did stop for a little bit and everyone was like, and then we had to make a decision to either write about the pandemic or not include the pandemic because that was, it's sort of an interesting topic. And when the before, uh, if ever, if anyone knows when you write a book, it's not like, let's write it next month, release it. It's a long process. So you're looking sometimes at years from start to finish when it actually happens. So they were nervous about it not being here still when the book was released. So we don't really have the pandemic included in the book, although it's a very big reality for a lot of people. Yeah, no, it was, it was during 
it was before it's been, it's been again, like, I guess there was shortages and some, like some, like, it's just been a never ending. It also took us a while to get the book going. I mean, books aren't, aren't easy to, easy to write. And we feel like the first one was like, it was, it was smoother. And then, and the next one, because of so many disruptions in life, it took longer. So we are beyond excited that March 2022, March 20th, 2022. I think that's our date. It comes out and we're just so excited that it's finally going to be birthed to all the moms who, and women who need to have this kind of laughter again. Yeah. It's been a interesting time. Well, I sincerely appreciated the laughs myself. So I I will tell you that. (laughs) So, you know, and where we're from, it's still locked down. Like the kids just went back to school and the restaurants are still closed. So, I mean, it has been a long, it has been, it's been one of the longest times ever. Is there something aside from the fact that you two have each other and have your community right at your back and that you can always be creative to get yourselves through? Is there anything else that has really helped, you know, some secret, I don't know, habit or something that you're like, okay, now, now this just might stick. I feel like I, you know, a lot of people said we got them through like a lot of dark times, which actually surprised me because I felt like we weren't having our best. Like we usually have a ton of fun wherever we go. Like we have a lot of fun, but because the kids have been home for so long, it wasn't as easy to always just get together. And for a lot of the time it was illegal. Like it was a, it was like literally illegal for us to walk into each other's houses and people were calling the cops, not on us, but you heard of these like tickets and stuff. And so when we, we, when we were like that, we're like, what? And I think that part of it was just, you know, moving like each day, just doing it like each day, just doing it. And I think that that's what kind of moms are superheroes at is like getting through the day. And even when you feel like you're not your best self or you're having the best time, it doesn't necessarily, that doesn't equal how you feel to everybody else. Because sometimes when you show people you're doing it, that's, that makes them feel like they can do it too. And I think that that's okay. We didn't feel our best selves. And I think that that shows that even in your, your not best self moment, you can still be a light to someone else, even, even when you don't. And and especially when we had the seven kids and like everywhere they turned, people were talking about what was a kind of a scary time. We were committed to showing them that we could have fun. We could do fun things. We could get together. We could have dance parties and we could, and so that they could feel like when they look to us, it wasn't the end of the world. When yeah. they look to the news, it was the end of the world. But with us, we'll always be able to find something to keep them going because- I mean, they'd go to school, get home from school, get sent to school, go wear a mask, don't do this. God, don't talk to each other. Don't go in dividers. Go, You know, it's been like a really, it's been an interesting few years. So I think just showing other people that, you know, you can smile, even though sometimes it doesn't feel like you're always smiling. Yes, I totally agree. I think now- Without a sense of humor, you're kind of stranded. Yeah, like there's no, there's nothing else. Either you cry all day or you laugh. But <laughs> and you, you see both. So you see people that are crying a lot in the past yeah. while, still yeah. crying, but or both. You know. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So what what were some of your other things? Like I see this whole expansion that you're doing with your brand, which I find really interesting, right? You have, so what, where are we going with this? Tell me some things that are on the horizon or things maybe you decided not to do or you know, some of the one super random thing that I think is very relatable to your podcast is we're pitching an erotica book as we speak. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know if we're allowed to write that, to say that, but in a fantasy world, you know, I think that fantasy and like dreams and possibilities and like different ways of thinking are just so needed right now, because I feel like, you know, never has, something like a fantasy world been so important. And I think that that's kind of what kept us going was like, you know, our whole brand is built on possibility and dreams that no one thinks is possible. And when we said we wanted to go on tour one day, it wasn't called tour. It was like, let's just throw one big epic party with a whole bunch of people so we can get together and have fun. And it became a tour. And I think that as you grow up, you begin to lose that possibility of dreams and you begin to, you know, take on what everyone says is impossible. And for us, I think that the goal is to have dreams and uh, make them crazy and go as far as you can with them and see what happens. And (laughs) literally I wrote an email one day in the middle of the pandemic to our agent, our book agent. And I said to him, he's a man, he's fairly successful. And I was like, I'm going to write an erotica book. He's like, I'll call you tomorrow. Let's get, let's get this on the road. And I was like, sounds great. And I, it was so weird to write it because I don't even really, I read, I've read it. Like, it's not, it's such a random genre for us. But I was like, it's missing, you know, like women empowered, like erotica, gentle erotica, like erotica, like romance and fantasy, not a lot of actual, like when you think erotica, it's not like, it's not like the, it's not like the, the, it's not butter guy on the front of what was his name? He was blonde. Come on guys. Fabio, Fabio, Fabio. Fabio. You know what I mean? Not like, it's like very, very different, but I just think that a big part It's of also our- self-exploration for women that have been married for a while, that have uh, have children or in a different phase of their lives. I'm speaking this into truth. So I'm trying to talk about it so that when it happens, we can look back and say, remember when we had this wild dream to have this area that is untouched in women and go for it and, and see if we can we, do it. We, 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 we drink <laughs> wine. We love wine. We're like, 
I wish we had our own wine. Why, you know, why do we have to be drinking everybody totally. else's wine? Well, we can actually create yep. from the bottom up our very We've own We've been talking wine. about that for a long time too. And we launched it February 14th and it is a California rosé and white. And we have it here. We've been drinking cases of it here in Florida. Cases. And it's just, <laughs> it's nice and light and crisp. And it's sort of like a crowd pleaser. It's like nothing, yeah. you know, you don't have to be too fancy to like it. It's, or you know too much about it. Yeah. It's easy wine to drink, sipping wine. It's perfect for oh, everyone. That's amazing. Pepper. What's it called? I want to buy it. It is coming out February 14th and it's called Twin Truths. Love it. Twin Truths because. And it's actually good. I know I say that I'm not supposed to, but a lot of people will just put their name on something. No, we created, we went to yeah. the, the winery. We tasted thousands of different notes of wine. We worked with the sommelier. And I like a really expensive rosé, like really expensive and like $30 in Canada. My husband was like, you don't even like drinking like that. Like you can't have an expensive wine if you haven't tasted a lot of wines, but that's the only one I really like. There's two She's or three like, that I like. Says who? You're right. So, so I, I, when I, I would try a million and I was like, this is actually delicious. So very excited. All right. Twin truths. I'm totally. Yeah. Maybe I can do like a giveaway or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if you can give away wine though. Oh, shoot. Okay. I don't know. Maybe she can. Maybe I don't can know. Just for the owner. And it's going to be online. So it's not in the stores. You can easily just get it, get it, ship it online, have it on reoccurring monthly subscription as I do with my wine. And Perfect. then we, we have a bunch of like, we'll be going back on tour and yeah. when Natalie tells us what we're doing. I'm like, wow, we are doing a lot. I think that the, the, that we have Every day we have a new idea and it just depends on what road we decided to go down with it. But we've kind of taken these past two weeks to like, just, just like regroup. And we got our kids on a beach in Florida as we speak. And I think we're just sort of like getting ready before the storm comes. The good storm, as Natalie says. It's going to be the most brilliant storm. This is the 10 day calm before it. I told Kat, I'm like, get ready. Families, get prepared. We may not be home a lot. (laughs) No, we will be home. We just are, we'll be busy. Finally traveling. That's awesome. I I feel like I relate in that I'm like always having ideas and I have like this whole list of like big ideas I don't have time for, right? Like there are just so many things that sound fun. And then of course the new idea always sounds more fun than just like continuing to execute on the old idea. Yeah. yeah. There, yes. is, there is a bonus to having a partner, right? Because when you say it, to someone else, and if you agree it's a good idea, then you kind of can hold yourself accountable to that. Mm-hmm. We also have a group, which is sort of like an extension of our brand and not so much cat and app, but it's called the common parent. And it's where we bring in experts into the platform who talk about like the topics that are like tangible, not overarching. Cause I think a lot of parenting books are amazing, but to get through a whole parenting book, often the problem is gone by the time you get through. Moms don't have time to read books. And by the Look time- that. So we bring in kind of speakers who do quick hit webinars to grasp the topic and give you actionable items to execute. And having been a social worker previously, before we started this, I feel like that's what's missing is these items that you can put in your toolbox versus, you know, big concepts. So, and we used to think that it was like so hard having babies and toddlers, but then we realized the issues that we're dealing with as parents are a lot bigger and more important and long lasting. And we don't have time to read 10 books. We just need quick hits of how to handle this stuff. Totally get it. I mean, it's funny because you're on the road and, you know, outward facing, very fun, 
mom, like always laughing personas, I feel like hide the fact that you're like very shrewd businesswomen, right? Building Ah. a business, right? It's like the secret truth that is not in the book. (laughs) I know. Well, we do talk a lot about it in the podcast, in the Mom Truth podcast. Oh yeah. We, it's, you know, it's interesting that people, it, you know what? We, we work hard in terms of ideas and not being afraid to take risks. So we don't get stuck in a lot of the steps that a lot of people take and get stuck in. We don't think through a lot of things because I think we're not afraid to fail. And if someone was to ask us what were our bigger, biggest failures, I don't know if we could necessarily answer that because I don't think we've quote unquote failed. I think that we've learned from everything we've done because there has been no road before us. Really? We, we started this before social media was this epic, huge platform. So I do feel like, you know, each day we wake up and we grind and we we have grit. Some, some reason, somehow we have a lot of capacity. So we've got a lot of room for all of the kids, the husbands, our extended family, business, travel. Like we, we, and we, at the end of the day, you know, we still have time to have some fun, which means there's also probably we're not having fun. It's not worth it. You know, if you're not making memories, we'd be out. So I think we're very fortunate that social media did come along and we were able to create, you know, a platform for free without having to invest in a massive. Although I just read all about NFTs this morning and that was just a bit much for me at the moment, you know, and they're <laughs> yes. coming so hard and fast and furious. And I'm like, yes, just when we, you know, almost have a million on TikTok and I think we're good and we've mastered another platform. Guess what? Another one's coming down the book, you know, like, and 3D D web and 2D web. And I was just like, here we go again. You know, like it, it's as entrepreneurs, I'm sure you can relate every time a new platform comes up or like you start hearing the rumblings, you're just like, God, you know, it's another thing to do. And, and it does, it's not like you get to let go of another one. You have to add another one in. It's yeah. probably the hardest part of it is, is mastering new platforms as they come in and keeping up to date with all of these things. I see you shaking. Yeah, yeah. No, I've been thinking about NFTs because I'm like, oh, well, maybe there would be something cool there. Like, what could that be? What is it? What would that look like? You know? Yeah. I know. My husband was telling, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, I decided I had to start researching. So I did. (laughs) But yes, there's always something new coming, but not, yeah. Anyway, it's a struggle. (laughs) Well, so what advice on the writing side, at least, how do you write? Like, what advice do you have on writing together? And what would you have? What advice would you have for people who are out there trying to write their own version of their mom truths or or mom answers, frankly? So, well, for for us, the way our our book is written, it really had a lot of it is about a conversation between two best friends and being open and honest about it. So, for us, our format in both books were sort of like that storytelling, our honest, like our honest stories, our real stories. So, even though they uh, a lot of them have happened in the past, it's just about not overthinking the stories putting them out there. There's so much editing that comes later, but just putting your ideas and your stories, the stories that you haven't told yet before anywhere else. And you want to put them out there because you know that it's going to resonate with other people because if it, if you, if, if you've been through an experience, you're not the only one who has. So to just share the things that, you know, maybe before you were afraid to share, you realize that other people need it. 
to, to hear it too, to feel normal and to be able to laugh at it. I think also, I, I mean, I, I know maybe in terms of a book, I think that people can also, there's so many options now where you're not getting so bogged down in terms of like, you know, I think that part of social media, has, you can do micro blogs and books to see what people feel about your content while you're writing it. So you're not spending, you know, a ton of money investing into a book or, you know, like there's so many ways you can gauge the content that you're writing to see the feedback from it before you put it down onto everything. And I think that's how we started was through our, someone found us on social media, our agent mailed us on social media and was like, you guys should write a book. And we're like, pardon? So I think that people who have, you know, would die to would really want to write a book. It's a long process for some of us. And it's not necessarily a linear like it's not one way to do it. You don't always have to pitch a book and write a book to get it to be a book. And I think sometimes take a risk, don't overthink it because social media is a beautiful free place to write things and see how your audience grows from it. And then you really do begin to build your own distribution of of, of, of selling and, and writing a book. So if you are passionate about being an author, we actually know someone in our in our life who is a great writer and is always pitching and writing books, but doesn't have a social media platform. And I think to myself, if they, if this person just maybe wrote a, smaller things and they could grow an audience to see what resonated and it, it doesn't always have to be a personal diary. It can be, you know, TikTok now, I hate to say it, has fictional stories on there that lead to the actual book. So they get their writers to, or actors to act out the book and like see more you get enthralled in the story and they're like, it's a book. And I'm like, genius, like, you know, genius. So there's so many, there's so many creative ways to get out what you want to do. I I think look outside the box rather than looking at how it was done. Look at how you can do it now. You know, I started my own publishing company. It's called Zivi Books and I'm changing up the whole, like trying to change up the way it all works to make it better for writers and to create authors as brands and give them all the tools they need for social media and marketing and publicity. Cause all that is so important to being an author. So yeah. yeah. And changing daily, right? Yep. And changing daily. Yes. yes. Also you know. being able to be prepared that you can't just put a book out there and think you're going to be a number one bestseller. Marketing is so important and how much you're committed to marketing your book. Yes. And it's not over just cause it came out two months ago. That's no, right. I, I know they Evergreen. give you, they give you 30 days and they're like, and you're, you're like, what? It's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Needs time. Like everything. All right. Well, it was so great chatting with you. Thank you so much for spending the time with me and keeping oh the kids gosh, at bay and everything. What we're looking at is, I don't know if you can see. Oh, wow. I'm so jealous. I wow, just, that's that what I've been looking out at. I'm like, if you see my eyes wandering past yeah, you, I just keep, at the, the ocean. ocean. I just keep looking at them, <laughs> you know, because in four days we're back to snow. Snow. Okay. Well, enjoy your time. And, Thank uh, you. All right. Take care. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.